It's the most dramatic Bachelor podcast ever. The Christy Cast, Bachelor Style. It's another edition of the Christy Cast, Bachelor Style podcast. Jeannie is my special guest today. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? Hi, Christy. How are you? I'm doing great. All right. So last night's episode of The Bachelorette, it starts out basically with JoJo Fletcher, a former Bachelorette and former Bachelor contestant who did find love on the series, um, come in and talk with Tasha a little bit and also come in to replace... Chris Harrison, just for a little bit. Chris Harrison will be back. He was taking his son to college. I don't know how long we're going to see JoJo, but I was glad to have her back. I was very excited to see her. At first, I thought something happened to Chris. You know, he's the show. He just has that personality with people, (laughs) and he knows how to calm everyone down. But I think that JoJo could uh, and is doing a good job from what I've seen so far. She she knows how to pitch the question and, you know, get you back on your heels. Yeah, she she's a little spitfire. I like JoJo a lot. All right, so we start out the show um, after the introduction of JoJo. We quickly go into the first one-on-one date in the episode with Taisha and Noah. And they do a photo shoot date, which, of course, they have to start out in the wedding dress and in the tux. And <laughs> it was all very... I don't know. I kind of put pressure on both of them, I think. But what did you think of the photo shoot? I thought their their pictures were beautiful and their chemistry. At first, that that gut check I'm I'm putting on a wedding dress is, you know, and what them had to feel like for him initially is like, if that doesn't make you take a big gulp. (laughs) Yes. uh, But their chemistry was amazing and they, they matched up so nice as the way they dressed and they just had fun with it made both of them, you know, really think long and hard about what they're committing to. It, it was fun to watch. I, I think they had a really good chemistry, um, but we'll see. Well, I think um, you're spot on with that. I mean, I think even she was saying in one of her like interviews with the camera um, that they're drawn to one another. They do have this, <laughs> this chemistry. She does want to spend time with him. She did not know that he had been married before. She found that out after the photo shoot, um, although we all knew going in that if you knew anything about Tasha that she had been married before for two years mm-hmm. and then got a divorce. So, you know, marriage is a it's a big deal for her. She doesn't want to get remarried and obviously uh, not have it work out again. And putting on that wedding dress, it was the first time she had mm. been in a wedding dress since her wedding. Yeah, so she was a little off at first and had to get comfortable. But as the date went on, I was really impressed. He completely opened up to her. I mean, about all mm-hmm. kinds of dark things and dark times in his life, that he had been in rehab a couple times, that he got a DUI, that he was married and divorced, and then even told her about his brain tumor that he suffered and, you know, battled at the age of 23. And also by him saying about the brain tumor, I think that's what led him to the addiction, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the medication. And then the next thing you know, it's leading into this addiction. And uh, the the best part about what he was saying that people that, that do have drug issues or addiction issues, that, you know, family is very important, but the one that has to do the work is the person that is addicted. Yeah, he. I mean, he took full responsibility. He really did. And even mm-hmm. when he was telling her about the breakup of his marriage, he was like, let me just flat out say she did nothing wrong. This was not her mm-hmm. fault. And now, fast forward all these years later, he's an addiction specialist. So now, you know, mm-hmm. he, he turned a really hard, difficult time in his life into something really positive where he's helping other people. So I thought, um, you know, he, he seems like a great guy. And don't you think he's one of like the top, like maybe four contenders? Yes. I mean, everything he went through, he turned it around and 
And sometimes you don't understand at the time, but it'll show up in, in the way that it showed up for him. Good husband mm-hmm. material for Tasha. We'll see. Um, we'll see. So after <laughs> after that whole like crazy day with uh, the two of them, she goes on a group date. And uh, when they were picking the names for the group date, you know, nobody wanted to be uh, called for the group date because the mm-hmm. one guy that wasn't going to be called got the one-on-one date. And that turned mm-hmm. out to be easy. Wow. The group date. Um <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. So they go into kind of this art studio and these oh guys, <laughs> <laughs> these guys have, um, well, they got to be blindfolded. They got to uh, make things out of clay to represent while they're blindfolded, making clay objects to represent their time with Tasha. Tell me about how you feel about Bennett and Noah and their tension, the the tension that's been going on with them for a couple episodes now. I did like the comment that that Bennett made about 50 shades of clay when he was in the blind <laughs> when he was in the blindfold and she was in the blindfold yeah. and he leaned over and kissed her. I, I did think that was kind of funny. But there were some jabs going on with Bennett and Noah. Give me your thoughts on that whole thing. Well, honestly, I, you know, Bennett just annoys the living heck out of me. He's, you know, he just thinks he's above it all. The only opinion that counts is his and he doesn't have respect for the other gentleman and with him uh if he jabs in his own way he's condescending but he does it in a way that you almost don't even know how to have a comeback with him you know the gift box that he he gave to noah about the book emotional intelligence telling him uh that he's emotionally not intelligent that he that bennett was telling noah he's not this is this is a book to help you because you don't know what you're doing in life. And you need yeah. to have this to be a real man. Yeah, I mean, crazy. He's saying that the book says there's four stages of emotional intelligence and that Noah had one out of the four. <laughs> he was lacking three. But, right. Yeah, I mean, crazy. And then the group date turns into from like playing around with clay and kissing each other while being blindfolded and making art projects and stuff, this lighthearted stuff, to another really serious kind of, um, well, topics are coming up with the guys, their family, their childhood, their upbringing. You know, with Claire and Tasha, both of them, they're bringing out all this emotion out of these guys and with themselves. This has been a very interesting season of The Bachelorette, very different. And I think what it is, is Tasha in her life, she's not looking to play games and she really wants, she really wants a partner that's going to basically expose themselves all the deep roots of them she needs to know that because she doesn't want to do this again ever again without doing it with the right person so she really wants to know what they're thinking and she doesn't take kindly to cheating and lying and manipulation and child play Mm -hmm. so you can see that she's really listening especially on a national tv show i mean this is oh um, my goodness yeah this is pretty crazy because like for example ben who has opened up to her in the past he he's the one that kind of snuck over to her house uh her her suite one night and tried to get extra time with her so during this group date ben takes off all his clothes gets in a robe and basically drops the robe on the floor in front of not only Tasha but all the guys there, everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. Then he reveals to her later in the evening on one-on-one, although all of, you know, Bachelor Nation is watching it as well, that he dealt with some serious body image issues and he battled bulimia in his 20s. So so these guys are totally opening up. But also Ben this morning was on Good Morning America 
and he did uh, talk about the bulimia, and he did talk about he wanted to put it out there to help others uh, that are having some eating disorders. I think that is wonderful. I, I you know, I think uh, he's he's just a good guy. I like Ben. Mm-hmm. So then we go to, okay, now we're going to lighten the mood a little bit to easy. So now it's the one on one date with easy. <laughs> Tell me what you thought about the whole ghost hunting segment with him. <laughs> That was very funny. I mean, they screamed, I screamed. I think he screamed louder than she screamed sometimes. And But I thought it, it was so funny. And if that didn't relax you, and, you know, I, I just thought they were so fun together. And uh, uh, there's nothing worse than being scared. I don't do haunted houses or anything like that. So I mean, when doll the, crying. The, the doll disappeared, <laughs> the crying in the distance and the chair moving, I'm like... Is that like Chris Harrison behind all this stuff, like moving everything? Like I would have been freaked out, too, and I would have run out of those uh, places as well. So I don't I don't blame them at all. That was crazy. It was very crazy. But then the other part was I thought they got along well. And I just, you know, at the end, uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what happened and why she let him go. I thought they had a connection, but apparently they didn't have a connection but it didn't seem like that. I'm pretty sure he's still shaking his head uh, trying to figure out what happened. I think they had like a really fun friendship and they were very compatible mm-hmm. with that. But in my opinion, when he told her that he thought he was falling in love with her, that was it. I think she was mm-hmm. out of respect for him, kind of in the back of her head, knew this wasn't the guy. Why am I going to keep him around, do a rose ceremony, do this in front of the other guys when I already know in my head that I'm not going to get there with him? I'm not going to. When he said he was falling in love with her, have they even kissed? Yes, I think he did kiss her. I think they had kissed before they got to the dinner. And I think it did because she wasn't in the same place he was. But even if at this point, all these other guys are revealing themselves and the other relationships are getting very intense, as she said. Yeah. But they were moving ahead um, with him saying how he felt. But I, I guess you're right in the way that, you know, she, she didn't feel the same way he did. And she probably felt that she had more in common in the other relationships that she was connecting with. Mm-hmm. So it was easier and gentler to set him free. Yeah. I think it's really going to come down to, I think Noah, the first one-on-one that we talked about, is a contender. Mm-hmm. I think that Brendan, he had a one-on-one with her a couple episodes ago. She seems so into him. Ben, I think, still is a contender. Is there anybody else that you see as, as one of the, the main guys to watch? Actually, I like Noah. I know that he's young, uh, but in, as Bennett would say... Young Noah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, Bennett is 11 years older than Noah, and we're going to have to see what happens because now the way they ended the show, it's the big two-on-one date, Noah versus Bennett. One of them's going home. I kind of think she might let them both go. What do you think? I I, I think so, too. And her comment was it didn't go the way she thought it would go. Maybe, Maybe she was thinking she'd keep one. But, you know, that child play, they're bantering back and forth. You know, you have a woman sitting in the room and you're talking like six-year-olds. Come on. I don't care what your education is. When you're with a woman that you're interested in, you don't play those games. Absolutely. And I I like how they did the to be continued dot, 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 because now we're like, 
totally into watching next week. Jeannie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Your opinions are awesome. It was fun talking about last night's episode with you. You're doing a great job. I am so excited. I can't, I'll be texting you during the next show. I know. I have everybody texting each other. You could be on the podcast too. If you're part of Bachelor Nation, if you are addicted to the show, let me know. Call me anytime, 800-850-0949 while I'm on the air from 10 to 3 here at Magic 94.9 or email me, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, at MyMagic949.com. Thank you for listening.